0: Welcome to Alabama AgCast, a weekly conversation about news and issues affecting Alabama farmers and forest landowners. Alabama AgCast is produced by the Alabama Farmers Federation. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Alabama AgCast. This is William Green, Forestry and Wildlife Division Director here at the Alabama Farmers Federation, and today I have a special privilege of introducing one of our newest employees here at the Federation, Mr. Blake Thaxton. Blake is our Executive Director of the Alabama Fruit and Vegetable Growers Association, the Director for the Greenhouse, Nursery, and Fire Division,
1: and the Bee and Honey Division. Blake, glad to have you on. Thanks for having me, William. Glad to be here. Glad to be a part of the federation, and uh, it's been a fun ride so far. Well, good. We're glad glad to have you. Um, I guess before we get started, for for those of you who have not gotten a chance to meet, Blake, uh, Blake, introduce yourself a little bit. Sure. Uh, like William said, my name is Blake Thaxton. Um, I'm married to Catherine. Uh, she's originally from Mobile. I'm originally from North Alabama in the Huntsville area. Uh, we have three children: Caroline, Sullivan, and Amelia. We live in Auburn and we are heavily involved with our church, Grace Auburn Church. Kind of our hobbies, I guess, are doing whatever our kids want us to do. And uh, also uh, really enjoy going to Auburn Athletics and and those kind of things. Love living in the Auburn area. Love being a part of the ag community through this job and really excited to be here. Well, good. Well, tell us a
0: little bit about your your work history uh, before coming to the Federation. What did you do previously?
1: So I started my career at Auburn in agriculture. Didn't grow up in an ag background uh, in North Alabama. Grew up in the suburbs with my dad being an engineer. Like most people's father in Huntsville area, that's that's uh, where I grew up. Came to Auburn and, and wanted to be a part of an industry that was primarily an outside industry and not inside. And that's how I got into agriculture and specifically horticulture. So I started with that ornamental horticulture degree at Auburn and then went ahead and got my masters as well after a short time in the landscape industry. After the landscape industry, I kind of transitioned more to a fruit and vegetable type focus when I was with the University of Florida Extension Service in the panhandle of Florida right outside of Pensacola.
0: You mentioned that you didn't really have a, a true connection to ag um, through your dad, but
1: that's, that's a little bit misleading because you do have a little bit of a connection there with your granddad, right? Sure, yeah. My granddad was a ag economics professor at Auburn, uh, Dr. Rob Morton. So I guess you could say it kind of skipped a generation. I, I kind of came back through ag because of him. I actually met with him when I was interested in agriculture, and he was the one that encouraged me to look into horticulture and introduced me to Dr. Jeff Sibley. Uh, who's a who was a nursery greenhouse professor at Auburn. Right. And so I met with him, and he kind of talked to me about coming into the department. And when I came into the department, I just really fell in love with the whole industry, the department, and uh, kind of been going that way ever since. So so that was kind of my start. And like I said, I went into extension, and then I uh, transitioned out of extension into a private industry job at Johnny Selected Seeds. And while at Johnny Slated Seeds, I worked the whole southeast selling uh, vegetable seeds and cut flower seeds to farmers throughout that region and really continued to learn a lot. While I was at Extension, I kind of got my footing in fruit and vegetables and then continuing into that position, just kind of my knowledge began to grow as, as well there. Then came over to the Federation, really excited to be here.
0: How do you think those two jobs help prepare you for your role here at the Federation? Uh, you know, I, I know that sales and extension—kind uh, of funny—I I joke with some of my extension buddies about this. It, it kind of goes hand in hand because you may not be selling a product, but you're you're selling an idea or a new way a new way to do that. And here at the Federation, it kind of fits with that. So, h- how do you think those two roles previously have helped
1: you kind of transition to this new role? Yeah, exactly. I never considered myself a salesman. I kind of just continued as an educator and a problem solver from my extension time to my uh, seed sales position. And even to now, you know, there's always a problem to be solved at at a producer's farm. And whether that's with a piece of knowledge and extension that I was trying to take to these producers or whether it was a specific variety um, with the, the seeds I was selling. I was trying to help solve a problem on that farm. And I think that's a that's a good match to what I'm doing now, working with Alabama fruit vegetable growers, greenhouse, nursery, and sod producers, and the bee and honey producers. Is there's always an issue, and the Federation wants to come alongside those producers and make it easier for them to make a living on their farm. And so that's where I'm gonna to continue to do that I've been doing my whole career is helping solve problems for the farmer. And I'm just excited to be able to do that in my home state with these growers. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. It's never a dull day on the farm, especially when your day starts before the sun comes up. We're Alabama Ag Credit. And while some don't get it, we do. As the local experts in rural real estate financing, we've helped farmers finance everything from homes and land to tractors and crops. Because sometimes your natural resources need financial resources.
0: We're back with Blake Saxon. Uh, So Blake, I know a lot of the questions um, for new hires around here is, why'd you choose the Federation? I I know with um, kind of the new round of hires we've just had with you and Grayson, it, it's always interesting to hear kind of what drew you here. I, I can speak from my own experience quickly is, you know, I, I grew up here at the Federation. My dad's been an agent on the insurance side for, um, you know, 30 years. So my whole life he's, he's been a part of the uh, organization. So I grew up coming to, to Montgomery County meetings, and thankfully it was supported through school through Montgomery County and, and some other different opportunities. So, you know, there's somebody like me who's grown up with the organization, and I, I'm always interested to hear, too, um, you know, where where did you come in and how, how did you
1: find the organization and how did you fit in here? Sure. You know, I I think I definitely have a different story than you. Uh, I didn't grow up in this area. I didn't grow up with the federation, but became aware of them when I was in college and and what the federation did. And you know, of course, I always knew of the insurance company with Alpha and would see their advertisements on on the television growing up, and but didn't really know the connection of how that uh, related to the Alabama Farmers Federation and to um, Alabama producers. But when in college, I I learned about the federation, and then I remember specifically uh, going to a career fair while I was in graduate school at Auburn, and talking to Matt Higginbotham, who was who was in this exact position that I'm in right. uh, previously before Hunter McBrayer was, and I had a conversation with him at that career fair, and he kind of told me about what he did. And I just remember kind of having the thought, wow, that, "Wow, that's a really interesting job, and sounds like a you know great career." Uh, of course, at the time it wasn't available because because uh, <laughs> right. um, Mac was in the job, and Mac has uh, since moved on as a field man um, for us here at the Federation, but. But, you know, just that had that thought, kind of that light bulb going off that, hey, that would be an interesting thing to do one day is work with growers and support them in the state and help them through some major challenges um, uh, and just supporting them and so that they can produce uh, here in, in Alabama. So that was kind of the first, I guess, interaction with the Federation. And then... As time went on, I, in my seed-selling days, I worked with Hunter McBrayer, who was in the position before, and then also Brian Hardin, who hired me here. And through those relationships, just getting to know those guys and really learning more about the Federation, I became more interested. And, and when the position became open, uh, that was just, you know, I, I took the opportunity to go for it and, and hopefully have the opportunity. I was blessed to to receive that opportunity. So you've been here for for what two months? Yeah, right? coming up on two months. So, you,
0: so in your two months here, you've gotten to see um, your first fruit and vegetable growers conference, uh, as well as the uh, annual meeting here in Montgomery. Um, looking back on your your short time, you know what what stands out to you? You know what is it has gone? Uh, I guess as you expected it to. What's different? What stands out uh, in terms of what we do on a day to day basis?
1: So I think for me the biggest. Uh, thing that has stood out is the fact how great this organization is i i, I had high expectations for the organization and what i've seen has just exceeded uh, those expectations so whether it be with AFVGA or the annual meeting the 100th uh, annual, annual celebration those kind of things, it's just all been better than I thought. And really, it's because of the members and, and the membership that makes up uh, this group and and getting to know the people across the state and, and working with them. I just, I think it's just been way better than I thought it would be. Um, and I'm just excited to be here and work with those folks.
0: Yeah, we, we laughed uh, thinking back when you were coming through the interviews and I guess right before you got hired and we were talking to you one day and you and I had a brief conversation of, you know, what What does an average week look like? And I said, you know, it, it, it's really hard to say. I mean, it, it kind of comes and goes with, with the season. Um, we're kind of, we all have similar roles here, and you and I probably have... To the more similar roles in the Federation, but it, it really changes depending on what's what's on the horizon. I mean, uh, you know, for the past couple of months, we've been so hyper-focused on annual meeting, and now we're kind of looking into the spring. It's more educational opportunity, so it's a, uh, I know you and I have thought, too, it's fun not to not to do the same thing over and over again, so it, it is kind of a, a good opportunity for folks like us to, to jump around and do different things. As we're looking into the upcoming year in 2022, what do you have planned for your divisions?
1: Yeah, I'm really excited about what we're going to be able to do um, coming up in 2022. You know, I think there's going to be a big focus on kind of different and new educational opportunities for all of our different divisions. Um, We don't have those solid yet, so I can't announce those at this time, but I look forward to announcing those as we go and as I talk to our uh, committees and figure out what, you know, what is needed in those different divisions. So, I expect we'll have really great uh, educational opportunities, and then the other thing for specifically for AFVGA is just growing that conference and and you know making it a more impactful conference for our producers in the state. So you know that's really my focus going into 2022 is how do we make AFVGA the premier group of growers in Alabama for fruits and vegetables and specialty crops, so that it can really make that impact on the farm for those people and we have events that make those impacts so that's really what we're looking forward is how do we grow those things how do we provide educational opportunities that are really impactful for our members so that's what we're going to be looking forward to in 2022 and i'm excited to meet with everyone and just help along that way
0: well, Blake, thank you very much for joining us today. I'll throw you one last curveball of a question here. You, you mentioned earlier that you're a fan of um, really all things Auburn uh, athletics. And as somebody else who's kind of an Auburn sports nut here at the office, it's exciting to get another uh, superstar a fan for the basketball team. How are we feeling about the upcoming season here uh, as we roll into SEC play?
1: Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, of course, we just had a big win over St. Louis, a uh, big comeback victory. I'm a huge Bruce Pearl fan and Auburn basketball fan and I know not all our members are Auburn fans, but for for the Auburn people out there I know everyone loves Bruce and uh we're excited. I if you if you're at the games, send me an email before the games if if you're a listener and you're at the games and we'll meet up and say hello. Um but I think we have a really great team this year, but mostly it's just a lot of fun to watch those guys and uh, get out um, to the arena and, and see that. That's the best part about Auburn athletes to me, win-lose, win, draw, whatever it is. It's just fun to get out there and, and enjoy the entertainment. Absolutely. Well, thanks, Blake, for joining us.
0: Appreciate you. Uh, I know everybody's excited to get to meet you, and we're excited to see the work you can do next year. Um, on behalf of everybody here in the studio, Mike, Blake, and I, uh, and everybody else here at the Federation, we wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Look forward to working with you again in the future. And now, your weekly ad cash wrap-up. Merry Christmas, everybody. This is William Green, Forestry Division Director for the Alabama Farmers Federation. For this week's wrap-up, we're talking trees, specifically Christmas trees. Except for the extreme procrastinators, most of you have probably had your Christmas trees up and decorated for a few weeks now. While you were out shopping for the perfect tree, you may have noticed a fewer number of available trees this year compared to other years. While there may be a limited shortage in a few localized areas of the country, this generally isn't true. While shipping and trucking issues have caused some delivery delays, Christmas tree supply was quite healthy across the state. Additionally, growers and retailers reported another strong year of demand for real trees. On an average year, most of our local producers of Christmas trees sell out in just a few weeks. So next year, we encourage you to buy early and visit one of Alabama's many Christmas tree farms. It's a great experience for your family to pick out the right tree, all while supporting a local farmer. Fresh-cut southern varieties, like the Virginia Pine, tend to last much longer than a pre-cut tree from somewhere else. Whatever you decide, we just encourage you to keep it real when choosing your next Christmas tree. Alabama AgCast is sponsored by our friends at Alabama AgCredit. Give them a call for all your farm and land financing needs. For more information about today's conversation, check out the show notes or visit alphafarmers.org slash agcast. Be sure to follow Alabama Farmers Federation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Tune in next week for another timely conversation from Alabama AgCast.